The Apple Sox pick up a 6-1 victory on Monday night in their final non-league game of the season as they defeat the Cascade Collegiate League Showcase team and pick up a 3-1 record overall in non-league action. Well, Wenatchee did not score first. They gave up one run on the top of the first, scored twice in the bottom of the second before putting up a three-spot in the third inning. A lot of the new contributors making their presence known in this one in the second inning. They got the go-ahead and eventual game-winning base hit from the shortstop D.J. Massey in his first game. He singled in Steven Meyer, also a newcomer, to make it 2-1 Apple Sox. And then, as I mentioned, from there on out, they would not trail in the rest of this one. Three runs coming across in the third. RBI singles from Corey Jarrell and Justin Stransky capping the scoring in that one. The Sox would not get another one until the sixth. That would come on a two-out solo home run the opposite way off the bat of Xander Orohudos. That capped the scoring, and that was partly because of the great effort on the bump in relief by Braden Weatherman, the incoming sophomore at Big Bend Community College, was brilliant. Just one hit, two walks, no runs in five shutout innings of relief. He also punched out five in that time to pick up the win in this one. Just one run allowed. It was in the first inning, but from the second inning to the ninth, just two base hits allowed by Apple Sox pitching. They were brilliant. Braden Weatherman with five scoreless innings. R.J. Watanabe with a scoreless eighth in his Sox debut. And then in the ninth, it was pitching coach Aaron Vaughn heading out, helping the team out by tossing a scoreless ninth inning. He did allow the first base hit since the third inning, but also struck out a couple. And the 1-2 swing and a miss for strike three. He goes off speed at 74. And there's a one away here in the ninth inning. Vaughn looking to end it with a strikeout. The 2-2 on the inside edge, called strike three, and the Apple Sox win it. It's a 6-1 Wenatchee triumph. As if you're wondering, and you saw, maybe you're driving home from tonight's game, and you're wondering how fast Coach Vaughn was getting it up to, he was as high as 85 miles per hour on our track man data. So impressive work from him, a guy who hasn't pitched since he retired professionally after the 2015 season. A non-league game, but a lot of smiles here as the Apple Sox are able to pick up the win against the Cascade Collegiate League Showcase team and end the season with a winning record in non-league action. Obviously, the focus goes back to league play as Tuesday through Thursday, the Apple Sox will host the Yakima Valley. Beg your pardon, they will travel to face the Yakima Valley Pippins before wrapping up the regular season this weekend, Friday through Sunday, when they host the Walla Walla Suites. It's a 6.35 p.m. first pitch at Yakima County Stadium in game one of a three-game set, a crucial one for both teams. Wodanchi currently sits tied for first place, holding the tiebreaker in the second half in the North Division, but they would love a little bit of breathing room. The Edmonton Riverhawks are breathing right down their necks. Both teams tied at 12-9 records in the second half. The Apple Sox going up against a red-hot Yakima Valley Pippins team, 15-6. That would be enough to lead the North Division. The problem is the Pippins play in the South. They sit two and a half games back of first. They are in third place overall. The Corvallis Knights lead the South Division at 18-4. Portland Pickles right behind them two games back. Corvallis won the first half. So if the season ended today, it would go to the team with the next best overall record in the South. That would be Portland. So Yakima, who sits in fifth place in terms of overall record, has to win the second half to pretty much make the postseason. That said, they could potentially inch up into one of these third or fourth seeds in terms of overall record, but really their most likely route is winning the second half. So this is a pivotal series coming up for both teams 
the Apple Sox will look to play a little bit of spoiler while also moving themselves closer to clinching a playoff spot. Prior to Monday's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox outfielder Brooks Rasmussen. Give a listen. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by one of the heroes from this past weekend. Wodanchi took two or three on the road against the Kamloops Northpaws. Brooks Rasmussen, a new face on this Apple Sox team. Brooks, we were just joking a moment ago. I knew you were going to be a new player. I didn't know you were going to be a pitcher for this team, though. You start out in left field on Saturday. You end the night on the mound. Four and a third innings of scoreless relief. Drove in the game-winning hit. You know, just that day at the office in your second game with the Apple Sox. What was that like for you? That had to be such a unique night. Yeah, it was definitely a different feeling for sure. I didn't really know what to expect. Coach said, I might throw this weekend, I might not. They might just use me if they need me to. And threw me out and left. And next thing you know, he was waving me in on the mound in the bottom of the fifth inning. It was pretty cool. So Tell fans a little bit about what it's been like. Uh, you joined the Apple Sox this past Thursday, you told me. Uh, you played. You did not play any of the games last week against Cowboys, and you get into action this weekend on the road, and you're just kind of tossed right into the thick of things. Starting out in left field, as I mentioned, Saturday. At what point, you mentioned before the game, you were talked about a little bit about potentially pitching. At what point did you know, hey, I better start getting hot here. There's a good chance I'm going tonight. You know, uh, Coach actually just – looked out to me in left field and he asked if I was warm and ready to go and the next thing you know he brought me into the game right after that so I didn't really know when to get hot but I'd been throwing all game in the outfield so I was ready to go. That was good enough right? Yep. <laughs> so what? Yeah chatting with Brooks Rasmus a new Apple Sox uh, player he just joined the team this past week ahead of the Apple Sox versus the CCL showcase and Brooks what was that like signing with the Apple Sox? I bet this is a you're a late season addition you had played a little bit earlier this year you said in Arizona when did you join the Apple Sox and what was that conversation like? Um so at the beginning of the summer, coach had texted me and asked if I'd sign a 10-day deal, and I was already down in Arizona playing, and then I actually had my family reunion up in Leavenworth, Washington, and I just told him I'd be in the area, and he was like, all right, come play for us. So yeah. that was a last-minute thing, but he knew I was in the area, so that's what happened. And what's it been like so far? Obviously not a ton of instances, but has it kind of been nice getting some work in here in the West Coast League? Yeah, you know, BP's been nice. I didn't I didn't get any BP down in Arizona this summer, okay. so it's been a little, little bit of a relief for sure, getting to know some new people, some familiar faces now but yeah. it's definitely been nice to get to know some new faces again so I was gonna say it's got to be nice because you're from Columbia base and there's a couple other Columbia Basin players who've been signed recently so that's got to be nice are there any other guys you knew on the team besides your CBC teammates um a few of the Gonzaga kids I knew because I, I grew up in a family uh, Gabriel Hughes who just got drafted by the yeah. Rockies I grew up uh, knowing his family pretty well and playing ball with them okay. so I knew a couple of the Gonzaga kids not personally though that's about it What's the message from Apple Sox head coach Mitch Darlington been like for new guys like you? You're jumping in. In a way, you're getting used to the identity of this team. You're getting used to what this team's about because basically that's dictated by the coaching staff. But the Apple Sox are in the middle of a post postseason race. What are some of the things Mitch Darlington has told you kind of about how your mindset should be down the stretch here? Um, you know, not to, not to be stressed out. Just show up, do your thing. Everybody knows you can play if you're over here, so you might as well just be yourself and not try to put too much stress on it at all. You've already announced yourself, obviously, to fans with an outing on the road. How exciting is it to be in the starting lap now and get a chance to play at home here in Wenatchee now? Uh, it's nice now that everybody knows kind of my name a little bit, but enough to still go out there and still surprise some people for sure, so it'd be fun. Very cool. Well, Brooks, thanks for joining us, and hey, we'll see what you do. Maybe a two-way action again tonight. <laughs> Sounds good. As you heard during the interview, Rasmussen was a big part of the Apple Sox taking two or three games against the Kamloops Northpaws this past weekend. And after briefly being home for one game on Monday night, the Apple Sox are back on the road this Tuesday through Thursday as they will take on the Yakima Valley Pippins at Yakima County Stadium. Going to be a big series. Yakima is red hot and looking to clinch the South Division second half playoff berth. They are in third place currently, but could potentially move up a little bit 
uh, depending on how they do against the Apple Sox. Meanwhile, Wenatchee, as you also have heard, they are tied for first in the North Division in the second half and are hoping to clinch a playoff berth later this week. Should be a ton of fun, 6.35 p.m. on Tuesday and Wednesday night, and then 7.05 p.m. on Thursday. All three games can be heard on kcsyfm.com. I'm Joel Norman, and thanks again for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast.